This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. I'm a WGN Radio talk show host, a financial journalist, and I'm the CEO of Best Money Moves. That's my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino. I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. We have so much great information for you today. Um, take out a piece of paper and a pen, write down things, draw, doodle, whatever, uh, get another cup of coffee, settle in. It's going to be fun. But first, uh, before we get going, I want to just um, acknowledge that it's September 11th, the anniversary, 21 years um, after the towers fell. And um, I know that I, I know, remember where I was. I probably will the rest of my life. And, and Tom, I know... Uh, you joined me in just sort of mm-hmm. remembering this moment. It was um, quite a moment in our country's history. Changed a lot of things. Sure was. Sure was. And it is one of those days you remember. It's You hear the, that you know, people say, I remember where I was when this and this happened. But you certainly do. And I do. Exactly. The moment it happened. moment it happened. Well, if you you know, we're going to talk money today, but if you want to talk with Tom, uh, ask us a question, have a comment, whatever, of course, you can always call 630-934-1855 or go to alphawealthgroup.com. Um, all right, well, let's dig in today. So mm-hmm. this was interesting. Fidelity uh, Investments does, they do a bunch of really interesting research, and a new piece that uh, they came out with a week or two ago said that the number of people who have a million dollars saved in their 401k accounts is down almost 30%. And that was really interesting because last year they did a study and it said that the number of new millionaires, who people who had a million dollars in the 401k accounts, had jumped up substantially. And, of mm-hmm. course, the reason is that all of those funds are pretty much invested in mutual funds and the stock market was riding high, right? We're down 20%. So it makes sense that 401k accounts are down. But anyway, um, so people who have a million dollars in their account, most of them are going to be close to retirement. So we want to talk about risk today. I mean, the market, you've watched this, folks. If you're listening to us and you listen every week, you know and you're watching the market, it goes up, it's way down, it goes way up, it goes way down. The volatility index has been crazy over the last couple of years. And it just feels risky, right? If you've got all this money in your 401k and it can go down 20 30% and maybe even more and then go up again and down again, how do you manage that, Tom, as you get close to retirement? And how do you help your clients sort of de-risk their 401k, if that's even possible, so they Mm -hmm. get the maximum amount of growth, but, you know, enough for the plan, right? We talk Mm -hmm. about the plan. Get enough enough growth for the plan, but not so much uh, risk that they could lose it all in the year before they finally pull the plug on working. Yeah, you know, I I certainly don't want to give the impression that you can 
with with risk. Risk is kind of the you know it's all perspective, and then you say, well, what amount of risk? There's always it always comes back to balance and perspective and understanding what you have. We go we talk about it all the time at least financial organization. Well, part of being organized is knowing what you own. What is in your investment plan, right? What do you own? And as you approach retirement, certainly you want to be aware of where the risk is because at some point you're going to stop funding that 401k. The paychecks are going to stop coming. You're going to go from that accumulation phase to that distribution phase. And so when we look at time, look, you're 10 years out from retirement and you're funding it, mm-hmm. not a big issue. But when you're within a few years uh, of retirement, we really need to reevaluate what we own in our portfolios. And I think everyone out there, especially those nearing retirement and in retirement, that's one of the, th- the, the things here, our takeaway is, what do you own? Do you know what sectors you're in? Do you know, you know, uh, what what you have in equities or stocks versus fixed? And then, what do you own in those areas? Is it growth versus value? We want to understand what we have because then we can actually quantify to a certain extent what our actual risk is. And so, um, that's really where we want to start doing that portfolio analysis. And uh, and then it's like it's the same thing we've always talked about. Whether you're looking at the whole plan or a piece of it. From the investment standpoint, you really want to understand what you have. And as you approach retirement, it just makes sense to minimize some of the market risks. Uh, you know, you can ask the question, what's going to impact you more, up 20% or down 20%? Right. When, that's as you actually retirement. A, that's a great point, actually, Tom. This, uh, you know, what's going to be better, you know, is it better for you to be up 20% or is it worse for you for to be down 20%? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that play out for you? And, and it would be nice if it didn't matter either way, really, because that's the goal, right, to take away the worry and the concern. Um, I also want to address something that I think is maybe underreported, which is the, you know, very few people actually make changes and rebalance and reallocate mm-hmm. their 401ks. But as you get closer to retirement, I got to think that's more and more important, uh, mm-hmm. Because you are taking, if you don't rebalance, right, and what is rebalancing? It's making sure you've got the right amount of assets in growth and in, you know, so equities, stocks, bonds, or in, um, you know, just in cash or in mm-hmm. some sort of cash equivalent, right? That's one way of rebalancing. Uh, doing it by percentages. Some people do it by, um, it's going to be high growth versus sort of moderate growth versus Cash equivalent is another way of rebalancing. Um, talk a little bit about that because I think just less than 5% of people do it, but there's probably also a small piece, number of people who are out there actively trading their, their index funds mm-hmm. as, if, as if they're day traders. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if you just look at this market this year, I mean, Eugene Fama, University of Chicago professor, Nobel Prize winner, had a saying. He said, look, your investment is like a bar of soap. The more you handle it, the smaller it gets, right? <laughs> and so we want to be a little cautious of what we do. So when we talk about, you know, I'm not averse to someone saying, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, maybe raise a little cash. I'm going to try to have exposure to a sector here. But those, those are on the fringes. Those are on the periphery. You still always, you still should have a core portfolio that makes sense for you. You know, it's as simple as saying, and this is where I think where you've seen, and I know you're, you're a, a student of all these studies and you look at all these things. And you've seen the studies that have said the average investor typically underperforms. And why is that? Because it's the emotions. And I'm not never, you know, that's tough. How can you not get emotional about your money? But I think this is why it's so critical 
to have an investment plan to say, look, I get it. You know, the market's going to be up, the market's going to be down, but I have a plan and I understand what's going on in the market. It can be as simple as John Bogle with Vanguard where he said, look, take your age, subtract it. I think now they say 120, right? Yeah. So if you're 60, subtract it from 120, the, the result is 60. 60%. That's the most you should have in equities. Now, again, it's not the most sophisticated plan, but it's a plan. And if you can stick with it, you're typically going to be better off if you have some type of plan and you can stick with it. All right. We'll pick this up in just a minute. We have to take a quick break. Uh, Give Tom a call, 630-934-1855. We'll be right back with more on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. I'm Elise Glink here with Tom Fortino. You can find Tom at 630-934-1855 or leave us a question at alphawealthgroup.com. You can also download the Cool Income Retirement Package, all that information, all all the different paperwork that you need to get organized and start to create your plan. All right, so as we went into the break, we were talking about you know, how people are are sort of organizing their assets and and how most people just don't rebalance. I mean, that's what the studies show is that you kind of stick it in there and you forget about it, which is okay. It's not bad as long as you've got, um, for any new money that comes into your plan, you preset it so that it goes back to the original, you know, place Mm -hmm. that you wanted. That's one way to help. Um, but there's other stuff that people, I think, need to think about um, as they're trying to stretch dollars uh, and trying not to leave money on the table when it comes to retirement planning. So, Tom, when you're looking at your clientele and they come mm-hmm. in and they talk to you about stuff, and we've gotten a lot of questions. Maybe we should just talk about some of the questions. But are they worried about leaving money on the table? Well, certainly um, their goal is to keep as much money in their pocket as possible, right? Um, you know, like, for example, with pension plans, how do, you, how do you maximize that? Social Security, what's the best? There's a decision process there. Um, taxes, how do I give less money in taxes? You combine all of those things, and all of a sudden, you know, things start adding up. And so certainly, you know, you know those uh, concerns or questions kind of lead back to how do I not leave money on the table, right? And yeah. so we really have to be careful with, you know, take any one of those, for example, Social Security, you know, it grows by 8% per year. Every year you defer it. And so you can see someone at age 65 have a, just ballpark numbers, $34,000 benefit. If they wait till 70, now it's 44000 You know, there could be a $10,000 difference for the rest of your life. Yes, you mm. defer it. And not only that, then it goes to the surviving spouse for the rest of their life. So. These are things where we try to maximize that taxes, and we can have a whole discussion. We won't today, but of course, we don't have time. But, you know, should I be trying to pay on the seed, not on the harvest? I do Roth IRAs, $7,000 per person, anyone under age 50 or over age 50. So that money grows tax free. Every penny is yours, by the way. There's no partner. You know, I mean, we sometimes jokingly say your IRAs, traditional IRAs, and 401ks, they're really a joint account with the IRS or with the government. <laughs> right. So these are things that we can do to, you know, these strategies and, then again, it gets back to the five pillars to your plan, a tax plan, an income plan, and all those things. This is how we can try to maximize and keep more money in our pocket. You know, I think um, when I'm thinking about my own money, and I know that other people feel this way, I, I always feel bad when I 
realize that I haven't been as careful or I've, I've made a bad decision. I know that's sort of funny for somebody who's a money expert like I am or supposed to be, right? Financial journalist, columnist. But I think it, there's a realization that everybody makes mistakes. And in a world mm-hmm. like where we are right now, it's so easy to make a mistake. And the problem, Tom, that I have is that you know, it's one thing to make a mistake, like you park here and you could have parked there and saved eight bucks, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, eight bucks lost. Okay, you can get over that. But what if the mistake is $80,000 with your retirement or $800,000 or it has to do with, you know, taking the wrong thing on and making the wrong selection or not having filled out your beneficiary correctly and you've lost, you know, God knows how much every year, mm-hmm. every month. How do you help your clients guard against that? Because I feel like that's a huge risk. This just making a simple human mm-hmm. error or a bad choice. Well, first thing is in perspective. You know, I think Warren Buffett has made a few mistakes. I think Tiger Woods can make a mistake here and there. So people make mistakes. It's just we need to get over them and move on and really try to get informed. You know, but they 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 position themselves to make the best decision possible based on the information, and so. That's what I, you know, my goal with anyone when I sit down with them, you know, when we talk about taxes, for example, well, they'll say, well, you know, if I pay tax on it today, what happens if, you know, I'll pay less in the future? Well, you don't, or pay more. You don't know. Well, there's no perfect answer, right? We don't know, but you, if you, I always say, if you're making decisions, again, I'll use Social Security as an example, the claiming strategies, you can say, well, do I defer it? Do I take it now? Look, there's no perfect answer, but if you understand how it works, at least you can always say, look, I looked at it, I made an objective decision, I analyzed it, I did my due diligence, and I made the best decision possible. I think all too often in this industry, someone says, well, just, you know, because someone told me to do it. Take a look at, um, you know, understand it. It's like example, again, I'll give the example of Roth versus a traditional. You know, know what your marginal tax bracket is. If you're in a 22% tax bracket, the question, if someone says, should I put it in a Roth or should I put it in a traditional, I'll just say to them, do you want to pay 22% on that money today to never pay on it for the rest of your life, never pay on the growth, never have required distributions, the tax rate on it is always zero, and it doesn't tax your Social Security or used in the calculation, or do you want to not pay the 22% to pay at a future tax rate, you know, um, you'll have required distributions and it could tax your Social Security and your children and grandchildren don't pay tax on it. What would you rather do? And I know it sounds like a setup, but this is why, and, you know, I'm going on a little longer, but just understand, understand and make an informed decision. That's going to be, again, it's not going to eliminate all errors, or, but it's certainly going to make a difference. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's um, a really good point. And some places where you can make mistakes, right? Um, not taking your former employer 401k money with you. I think can be Mm -hmm. a big mistake. I think it's easy to forget about money that you have that Mm -hmm. you may need in retirement. I mean, you must see that all the time. The people, I I know I saw this with my father-in-law, my uncle, you know, counts after they died, counts came out of the woodwork. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, when you move that, again, it's, it's, it's tough because we're busy with our lives, we're doing things with family, and we're like, okay, I'll get to that sometime, and you kind of forget about it. But that's one thing you should do. If you can move it to your own retirement account, your own IRA, that is a non-taxable event. You can move a 401k to an IRA, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, wherever you want to hold it, now you control it. Now you have all the investment options in the world. It's truly, I, to me, my opinion, it is absolutely a benefit to get it out of there. You can consolidate. If you have two IRAs and old 401k, you can put them in one account. 
What does that do? It simplifies your life. You're able to monitor it, and you have more choices to you. So absolutely, it, I, I can't think of a reason why you would want to keep an old 401k at the old employer. I, I have empl- I've said this before. I have employees who have like $400 that they've just sort of left behind, and mm-hmm. I, I just wish they wouldn't do it. And my, my younger son, he changed jobs, and his new company wouldn't allow him to roll the 401k from his old company into the new one. But um, he was able to roll it into an IRA mm-hmm. at the same company. So at least it's all tied together with your social security number, with his social security number. And it all comes in on the same statement. So at least you're tracking stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that, you know, Absolutely. just even getting it into one or two <laughs> financial institutions from 12 or 14 would Absolutely. be a good start. Right, you know that's that's so important because you can it just simplifies your life. Why would you want to have things more complicated? And I have to just say, it's very easy to have um, financial institution expansion in your life. I'm sure there's (laughs) an interesting way to do it. So I'm just looking at this list that Sam and I created of our accounts. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh huh. Ten, I have 10 different financial services between credit cards and bank accounts and 401k accounts. But I've managed to get every, and a 529 that's still, you know, I still have money there. So there's 10 accounts plus some individual shares, two companies that I still have shares of for a variety of silly reasons. Um, so it's 12 financial institutions. And we're actively managing those and we have our hands on them, right? Mm-hmm. But can you imagine how this would just sort of grow and change if, for example, you moved to the West Coast when you used to live in the East Coast mm-hmm. or you, you know, yeah. you've got different companies and now, you know, somebody's now using TD Ameritrade, but before everything you had was at Fidelity and Vanguard. So now you've got, you know, <laughs> it's like just Yeah, expansion. it's a job unto itself, right? I think it is, and I think I think this is. But this is why you end up with people who are missing money, right? They just forget mm-hmm. the four hundred there twenty five years ago might actually be four thousand or six thousand today, sure. And you might want that money for something. <laughs> yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so too. All right. Well, um, we are nearing the end of our time together, Tom. Uh, any last thoughts? In 15 seconds or less? <laughs> you put me under pressure. All I can say is, as I've always said, you know, take action, you know, do the things you can, control what you can, and I hope from today's show you, you, you get uh, you get motivated to not procrastinate. Yeah, I hope so too. And I really, I, I have to say again, folks, I have downloaded Tom's estate planning packet. It is really helpful. It helps get you organized. There is no obligation. It's just our gift to you, his gift to you for listening to the show. So give him a call, 630-934-1855, or you can just go to the website, alphawealthgroup.com. You can download what you need, read all the stuff on there. It's really good information. And whatever you do, be sure to come back next week and take another take another span of time with us here on the show. Uh, I think I need some more coffee. Um Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN.
Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.